Sup guys! Welcome to week five of the Sup Guys podcast. This is your host Reed Gilson, bringing you a new sound this week with some upgrades to our mic. Excited to be upgrading the show like this. We have a lot to discuss this week with MLB to start, and then NFL free agency, which we'll discuss at the second half of the show. So let's go ahead and get started and get at it, baby. Starting with the MLB, I know we're only two weeks in, but there have been some huge home runs, big hits, and many hot starts this season. I love seeing all the home runs being hit. Looking at the home run leaderboard so far this year, going into Monday, Polar Bear Pete Alonzo for the New York Mets and Brian Reynolds for Pittsburgh are leading right now with five home runs apiece. Pete Alonzo's always been a big home run leader since he's entered the league a few years back. Aaron Judge, also just a tank of a dude, is falling right behind him with four home runs for the Yankees so far this season. Raphael Devers and Adam Duvall also have four home runs apiece for Boston right now. Judge and Pete Alonzo, though, they'll both be two big names that will stay on top of the home run leaderboard all year, so keep your eye on them. An unfamiliar name on the leaderboard going into Monday is Jason Hayward. Hayward's now with the L.A. Dodgers after having a very disappointing year with the Chicago Cubs. He's off to a hot start, though, with four hits in six games, and he's also hit three home runs to start the season. He's always been a great fielder, so it's great to see him finally getting it done on the offensive side of the ball as well. Looking into the future in July for All-Star break and the Home Run Derby, who do you think will be the top Home Run Derby contenders this year? The Polar Bear and the Judge, Pete Alonzo and Aaron Judge, I believe are sure bets to make it out of New York. Kyle Schwarber for Philly is another big bat I see in the league who could be a top contender later this season. Seeing the three of them face off would be great to match would be a great matchup for the Derby. Some other notable names I could see making the Derby. CJ Crone out of Colorado, Joey Gallo out of Minnesota, and of course Mike Trout with the Angels. Seeing Joey Gallo come off a hot start after a couple bad years is really fun to see. Then Mike Trout, of course, he's just the GOAT. So seeing him in the home run derby would be really fun. But moving from the big bats, let's move over to the big arms. Let's introduce our zero ERA club members to start the year. Going into Tuesday, we have seven pitchers with zero earned runs who have at least pitched two games so far. Those names are Kevin Gossman out of Toronto, Marcus Stroman with the Cubs, Kyle Freeland with Colorado, Matt Strom with Philly, Jeff Springs, Andrew Rasmussen with the Tampa Bay Rays, and Bryce Elder with Atlanta. All have had great starts to the year, but it's impossible to be able to keep a goose egg ERA all season long. We'll keep track as these seven continue making starts. This list could be depleted by next week, but we'll see by next week's episode who's still standing. With baseball here, we know summer's right around the corner. And you know what summer means. Vacation time, baby. I want to give our listeners some quick shout-outs this week for answering our critical question from last week's episode. The question was, would you rather vacation to the mountains or the beach? I want to give some shout-outs. Shout-out to Cameron, Mo, Russ, and Hannah, who all chose the mountains. Then shout-out to Chelsea and Kenzie for choosing the beach. If you listen to last week's episode, you know I chose the beach. I love the mountains, but the beach is my favorite. I appreciate everyone who answered last week's question, and thank you for tuning in again this week. 
With summer right around the corner and baseball season being here, one of my favorite summer activities is being at a ballpark watching a baseball game. What are some of your favorite ballparks you've ever been to? Wrigley Field's easily my favorite stadium with all the history and storied traditions, especially growing up a big Chicago Cubs fan my entire life. Another stadium I'd like to visit this summer is Bush Stadium, home of the St. Louis Cardinals. I know it's a great stadium with a lot of history as well as a lot of talent that's moved through there. There's a funny story as to the name of Bush Stadium and a beer that got its start because of it, though. Not sure how much legitimacy there is to this story, but at least want to share with you all nonetheless. Bush Stadium is, of course, named after Anheuser-Busch. Anheuser-Busch, they own Budweiser, Bud Light, Natural Light, Michelob Ultra, a variety of different beer brands. St. Louis is the beer capital of the U.S., so so many different brands being brewed right there in St. Louis. When Bush Stadium was being built, Anheuser-Busch had the naming rights to the stadium. The Cardinals wanted the stadium to be named after their sponsor, but not after one of their beers. According to rumors, that made Anheuser-Busch upset because they wanted it to be called Budweiser Stadium. But despite the Cardinals, Anheuser-Busch came out with a new beer. Since it was going to be called Bush Stadium, they came out with Bush and Bush Light beer. Since the stadium was completed and the name was set, the Cardinals couldn't make any changes. So Bush and Bush Light were created because of the Cardinals' refusal to name the stadium after the King of Beers, Budweiser. Again, not sure how legitimate that story is, but it's definitely a fun one. Talking about one of my favorite summer activities, spending a summer day at a ballpark watching a game. What's your favorite ballpark food you like to eat when you're at a game? I know you can't go wrong with the original hot dog and a beer. I like Bud Light and Bush Light are two of my favorite beers. I know it's really hard to find Bush Light at a game, but Bud Light's normally always there at every stadium. Or I'll get Miller Light if that's the only beer they have. I've always kind of more went more the domestic route, but I'm starting to grow into more of the craft IPA stuff a little bit. Not a whole lot though. But when it comes to ballpark food, you can never go wrong with a nice hot dog. Also got to get the nacho helmet every once in a while. That's just always fun to get. It always is one of those things where my eyes are a lot bigger than my stomach because I've never been able to finish in a full nacho helmet because it's a lot bigger than it looks. It truly is. I got one at Wrigley a couple years back and I was like, oh, I can handle this easy. Nope. I was very wrong. I ate about half of it. So stuffed that I was like, okay, tapping out somebody else. You guys go at it. We're good. But one thing I really did love about Wrigley is they had more than just your standard beers there. I know I was trying to go to the normal concession stand line, and the lines were just forever long. Well, luckily, where we were at, we are up a little bit higher. I went around the corner, and there was a little beer stand kind of hiding away from everybody. And there was no line at all, which I loved. So I kept going there over and over for beer. And it was not Bud Light or any common beer really it's local old style beer i absolutely love old style it's one of my favorite i know it's a very unpopular opinion but there at that game old style was a hit just for the fact it was so easy to get and just being at the stadium makes any beer taste just so much better i don't know what it is about sitting in the summer at a ball game but it just increases the taste of a beer 
by about 50% more or it's just so much better. I don't know what it is. It's just the atmosphere, the environment. It's just perfect beer drinking. But what's your favorite beer you like to drink at a ballpark stadium? That and then what's your favorite ballpark food? Those are our two critical questions for this week. So I'd love to hear what your all's answers are to that. We'll do a little post this week and I'll maybe shout a couple more people out next week on next week's episode. Speaking of home runs earlier, let's switch over to NFL for a minute. One team in the NFL right now that hit a huge home run this past week were the Baltimore Ravens. The Ravens just signed Odell Beckham Jr., huge addition for the Ravens at wide receiver. With everything going on with Lamar Jackson, I think this was a huge persuasion tool to bring Lamar back for at least one more year. If Lamar doesn't end up elsewhere, the Ravens will have a very explosive offense with weapons like Rashad Bateman, J.K. Dobbins, Gus Edwards, and Mark Andrews this year. That is, if they can all stay healthy this season. They'll be a very difficult matchup for the AFC North foes and the Cincinnati Bengals and really any AFC team this year in general. Another big name in the NFL free agency right now being tossed around, Cam Newton. He came out and declared that he'd be open to signing a contract to be a backup QB in the league this year. He came out with a list of 10 quarterbacks he said he wouldn't mind being a backup quarterback to. Number three on that list was Justin Fields with the Chicago Bears. I feel like them two together paired up will be really great together because Justin Fields and Cam Newton, I feel like, have very similar playing styles. They both play very physical football, and they both are very mobile quarterbacks and have great big arms. I feel like Cam Newton right behind them, if for some reason Justin Fields had to take a rest or just ended up going down, I feel like Cam Newton would step in there at least for a game or two, and Cam Newton would step in there, and I feel like the offense wouldn't miss a beat, especially with the offense that Luke Getzey's putting together there in Chicago. I feel like Cam Newton would fit right in the roster perfectly. But I don't know what type of contract Cam Newton's really looking for. That's why for a backup QB, I feel like he's probably going to be pretty expensive. I don't know if many teams are going to want to pay that much for a Good. I mean, he is a great backup QB option, but I still think he needs to be negotiable on his contract. But one position I feel like he could be very successful at if he's willing to try it and change is tight end. I mean, he's got so much athletic ability. I feel like if Cam Newton tried playing tight end, he would be very successful at it. He's a, just a big physical presence, very strong He's got big hands. He can catch. I mean, he can run. I feel like he's just built like a tight end, which is would be great if he just try it. But also, I don't know if he has before, so there could be something I'm missing. But just going off physical and raw talent ability, I think he could be a solid tight end in the league. A lot of stuff going on in the NFL and MLB right now, so I appreciate y'all tuning in to week five of the Sup Guys podcast. Quick update before we head out. We opened our first official online store. Go to supguyspodcast.printify.me. We have shirts, hats, mugs, golf balls, sweatshirts, and much more. Go to our social media pages for the link as well to access the store. I mean, we got pages on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. That's at SupGuysPodcast. 
We appreciate y'all tuning in with us the past few weeks. This has been a fun project so far, and I look forward to the future this show has. If you could, please rate and follow the podcast in Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Hope you all have a great rest of your week. See you guys, and have a great night.